Yeah, something. She said something about like cover. Like, do you play like cover music or something like that? And you were like, no, we're not that kind of band. And she was like, oh, you mean like Jimmy Celeste? <laughs> Are you guys all coming through? Make sure you're staying on uh, kiss and distance from the mic. Let me hear you. All right. Check, check. Give me a harmony real quick, dude. Just so I fucking. Five mics on tonight? Yeah, dude. This is the five mic show, dude. Holy shit. Five mic show with the possibility of a six. If Pete manages to get us out. Oh, I should text him right now. His car doesn't explode. Like, Pete, we got six mics, bro. Bring it through. Yeah, yeah, dude. When you said the the lot was at capacity, I didn't believe you, but parked out front. Yeah, they each came here in a separate car. You guys probably could organize that better. Just absolutely. We actually hate the environment. Way Our to, fucking uh, global footprint went up by one degree just from this show, dude. Yeah, That's why dude. it's so hot in yeah, here. Sure <laughs> dude, hell yeah. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. And uh, tonight we got 60% of Thunderclub tonight. 60 with the possibility is that of an 80%. Is that proper math, I think? Better than mine. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty decent. Yeah, that's good on that one. We got uh, John Burkhart, Connor Hello. Johnston. No, Garrett Cusack, oh, Connor Johnson. I'm sorry, dude. I've been thinking it over my head for so long, and then I just mix it all up. It's You're okay. Good, Matt. You're good. Um, we're missing Pete and Dennis, who I like a lot, dude. Yeah, Dennis I miss them too. Dude. Yeah. Do you guys still have your uh, all of your like guitar amps on your uh, like the skateboards or not amps, whatever the fuck they're called, the pedals? No, <laughs> you're thinking of um, them animals. Are you sure? Because yes. you guys had some fucking crazy. No, the Pete, last and, live Pete and Dennis show. definitely had like a ton of yeah. fucking pedals, dude. Yeah, dude. But I don't Pete know if he has too many pedals. He doesn't know what they to do. They have with mad them. pedals, man. Yeah. Pete's pedal board weighs a solid 85 pounds. I remember <laughs> getting B roll of his pedals for your. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're a guitar player, if you're a guitar player, you have to out pedal your fellow That's guitar true, players. That's Otherwise, no. you're just not doing That's it right. No, dude. How is anyone else going to know you're better? Yeah. That's why I kind of wish. Look what I can do. That's why I kind of <laughs> wish I just played bass, dude, because. Bass, you don't really have any pedals, right? I actually use a very small pedal board. <laughs> That's say, Heavily influenced by, pressure. by Pete and Dennis. By the way, dude, you got a f- lot of fucking nerve showing up in my studio after not letting you use your bass, dude. I'm sorry. I was very it's okay, lazy dude. About it. See that bass on the wall, dude? That's because it's of better you. Better than mine. I had, to, I had to get it, dude. You had to stun on you, dude. I had to. I was like, I'm not bringing Thunder <laughs> like, Oh, you're not going to let me use your bass? T- <laughs> I'm going to buy a better one then. <laughs> Just to spite you. <laughs> So what's the deal with Pete? His car exploded? How does that... That was an over-exaggeration by me, but... Well, I figured not. No, yeah, let's just stick with it. It exploded. <laughs> and he survived. Well, I can't. <laughs> Damn, a miracle. <laughs> yeah, no, RIP he, to the Honda Element. Yeah. That's too bad. How Maybe. old was it? Was it like a new car? I'm assuming he was driving no. around a fucking beater. That was like our gig vehicle, though. Yeah. Was it a van? Ooh. I mean, it's an Element, so it's a big box, and you can take <sighs> out the, the back... Two seats and it's orange too, dude. I feel like, see, that's yeah. the thing. You, I feel like you guys are missing. I feel like you guys should have a van. I feel like that's a very classic band move. You guys should. I have was a thinking van. about that today. Yeah. Like, you guys need like a mystery machine, I w- or like a school. You bus. should get a van yeah. that's yeah. worse for the environment than all three of your cars combined. <laughs> <laughs> and that way, when you're rolling places, you're still not giving up any of your edge. Yes, <laughs> but you're still making it happen. It looks cool. <laughs> it would look dope. I feel like that'd be sweet. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm glad. I'm glad we uh were able to make this happen because last okay, time we tried. It's been a minute in the making. 
It's mm. always a minute in the making. Every time we try to do it, it's always our fault, by the way. It's <laughs> always <laughs> our fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exclusively first <laughs> me and Jimmy fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> he hit me up. Like, uh, he hit me up. You you were super preemptive about it. It was awesome. Like, uh, I want to say, like, two months ago. You were oh, like, dude, Yo. I gave you plenty of time <laughs> to look over your schedule. Plenty of time to fuck it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just dude, had me on Jimmy. a fucking string. You knew it. Like, you were texting me, like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy over so <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up because like Jimmy literally hit me up a week before and he was like, "Hey, like I've had John and P scheduled for a little bit. It's this Thursday." I'm like, "Yo, I'm going to a wedding in San Diego. <laughs> like, I will be out of the state." <laughs> And that's when I, I, I literally, my heart sunk when he sent me that. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. I had plenty of knowledge of that wedding, too. <laughs> I was the worst, dude. Because I figured, like, it was a Thursday. I was like, all right, it's a Thursday. We always do podcasts on Thursdays. So you, and then I looked at my calendar at the time. I was like, I got nothing going on on June. It was June 14th. I'm looking at it right now. The Hickory Lodge, 7 to 11. <laughs> you got a gig, dude. <laughs> I got. I picked up a gig in that time. <laughs> My agent hit me up like, "How do you feel about seven to 11? I was like, "I got nothing going on." <laughs> I got to start using this calendar more wisely. But nonetheless, we fucking made it work. You guys were supposed, uh, and then we thought about coming after the Capitals game, which I feel like that would have been. That'd did you want to? That would have been fun. But I feel like you, we won that night. And I, when you texted me and you were like, "I won't mind," I was like, "I don't know, dude." Like. I don't give a shit about the Capitals, personally. I'm happy we won. That's fine, yeah. And I, I say we generously. I'm happy the Capitals won. However, I figured if we won that night, you would want to fucking do something other than roll through here. Was that the actual championship night? That was the night? actual yeah, night we so, won. Yeah, Yeah, I was too drunk. Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. <laughs> Although that would have made for some... Quality content. Some embarrassing yeah, yeah, moments yeah. on, you But know, I didn't want you guys podcast. to be at the bar and then, like, have the big win go down. Everybody's having a fun time and then be like, oh, shit, we oh, got to go do, do the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, was, I was thinking ahead on that one. But we made it happen this time, yeah. dude. I'm happy. What was the, uh, I assume, so you guys have um, an EP coming out. Big like, time. Big time. Yeah. How many songs is it going to be? So it's three songs, but everyone is fire. So... Short but sweet. I can attest to that. Yeah. All right. Glad you think so. And these are, um, these are, uh, I guess, the last time you were here, you had an EP. None of these were on that one, were they? No, they weren't. No. But you did, I think all three, you did all three at the studio session. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you got them fucking, you recorded these at uh, stages, I assume? Yep. We did with uh, Evan Kornblum and your cousin oh right? nice ryan ryan oh, yeah. yeah hooked it all up. talented yeah. family there you go yeah. <laughs> i got it we he's been elusive to come on the podcast i'll say the least interesting elusive hmm. he probably he's knows aloof. we're gonna fuck up the scheduling he's like dude nah, you guys well, get I mean, he's got like first. a kid and you know yeah he's got priorities yeah he's a busy boy damn so how long uh how long have you been recording it or was it just like a two-day session or has it been like a it was three, three long days. Three days. Yeah. Three long days. They were like 10, 12-hour days in the studio. That studio yeah. there but is... You guys did like unreal. a day a song then. That's kind of fucking dope. Just about. I mean, we did bass and drums the first day and then got to guitars that day too. So like half, of, like a, maybe a quarter, like a half of the day was drum and bass and then the other half was uh guitars and then they finished up guitars and then we did vocals on the third day and garrett like just fucking blew through that shit hell yeah, yeah. super yeah. quick yeah 
Were you guys in that like big ass like crazy studio mm-hmm. they have? Fuck it was yeah. unreal. It's beautiful. It's yeah, it's That's crazy. Awesome. I mean, I I'm su- so surprised that it's not more of a thing to record there, and like why every band isn't running to stages. Because is it not more of a thing? I thought I figured I didn't even look into it because I figured They're it was like too much. Pretty of a thing. new too. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. growing. It's like, growing, yeah. and you know, they, are they rocking like a good price hourly price? Well, I mean, Evan, we kind of had a connection with him, and and the prices, like you know, for the equipment there, I mean, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really nothing. Um, nice. I was about to say, if it's a good price, you should drop it live, dude. <laughs> but if it's a bad nah. price, keep it. You up. gotta, you gotta well, chill price. It's a good you know, the boys. Talk to Ryan, <laughs> and he'll let you know. Say you know me. <laughs> yeah. Tell my cousin um, you know me. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say that overall, it's worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the mixes sound like, really good. Were those yeah. the final mixes that I was just listening to? That's the masters. Yep. Hell, that's, yes. That's dude. it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And so, what's the plan? Are you gonna release them one at a time? You're releasing it all at once. I know you guys have the release show coming up, right? Yeah. So funny you mentioned that. This Tuesday, okay, go so. ahead. It's our single. It's gonna be coming out um, literally this Tuesday, July third. Um, yeah, nice. we can't wait for that. And then the final. Uh, you know, the next two songs are coming out on Friday the 13th. A little spooky Ooh, for you. Spooky. Yeah, yeah. Very and then uh, the day after that is our EP release show at the Metro Gallery. That's July 14th. We're going to be playing with Outside Smoke, Taller Tales, Apple Feast, uh, Outside Smokes from D.C. and the other two are Baltimore bands as well. Really excited to play with them. And we've been... Uh, I mean, one of our big projects now is just hyping up the show, honestly, because yeah. it's going to be the first time where we're actually distributing the, the EP, um, we have t-shirts, and it's one of the first shows where it's really about Thunder Club, like, nice. this is Thunder Club's show, um, and that's that's pretty cool to be able to like put this together mm-hmm. and have it be about like us releasing the music, so yeah, July so 14th. So what's the uh, ticket situation, and what time? So ticket situation is if you buy from any of us, which you know, happy to do, it's uh cheaper ten bucks. Oh, the doors fifteen. Cool. Doors are at eight, seven. Seven. Seven thirty. Seven. I think uh yeah. You have to look at a ticket. Yeah, yeah, and then music's gonna start around like eight, eight thirty. I think we're getting okay. on. Um I don't yeah, know. Like ten. Ten, but everyone who's coming yeah. gotta get there early because the other bands are dope. Yeah, Outside Smoke's actually the one who's been hitting us up recently. They're mad. They have a manager. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They have a manager, yeah. Jake. Nice. And that guy is Jake. That guy's on top of it. I'll yeah, yeah. That guy, well, he nothing is else. He's persistent. They had, heard, <laughs> they had heard us um, like our last time here. They had taken a listen, obviously, and they hit up. Uh, they're friends with Dennis, and they hit up Dennis like, "Hey, like, what was that podcast you were on? That was super legit. Like, we want to do that." They're trying to break into uh, a little more venues here in Baltimore. So nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that they saw our last like videos that we put together with you guys because those look very legit as well. Oh, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. I, I regret. Appreciate that. That. See, I I kind of felt bad because the one song, my favorite song that you guys have is "Go Ahead." I was like that song. I like thank the you. This Tuesday, it also is "Skeleton Dance." That was my banger when yeah. I was fucking editing those shits. Thank you. Yeah. But the bass, for whatever reason, and I say whatever reason, the reason was my microphone cord was fucked up. And it came through all fucked up, but it wasn't really that noticeable on the recording. It like worked out. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Or yeah, not. I noticed that. But oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we pressed through it. <laughs> I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of time to reflect that's a, on. That's all grudge he's been holding on to. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you want to use my bass, right?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. <laughs> hopefully we do it again though. Yeah, dude. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Um, so are you releasing on I guess iTunes, Spotify? What's the deal with all that? Everything. All platforms. Yes. Nice. We're going through C D baby as a distributor and then CD they just baby. kind of like they do the little octopus thing and they just give it to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora and all that stuff. So we're like ready to roll with all that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. By the way, I didn't mean to tap into your guys. Have I touched on anything in your guys' notes so far? Are we all yes. on the clear. Oh man. I think we've yeah, yeah. all gone over just what about everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> it, it basically just so. says here in big red ink like talk about EP. <laughs> Mark it yourself. So at this EP show, I'm assuming you guys are be playing. How long is the set by the way? 45 minutes. Ooh, so you're playing all three yeah. of the new EP songs. Mm-hmm. And you're rocking out. You, what do you guys? How, how many originals would you guys say you have all together? Twelve. Twelve. And so that I guess is. Could you fit all those? No, probably not. In 45 minutes. You probably, guys are probably gonna rock close, like a cool I one. I think we might go over a little bit. Eight Got to, to ten dude. songs, probably. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You can fit. You can fit a 30 minute like a 30 minute show with eight songs. Yeah. yeah. If you bang it out, you can do that. But like, you gotta you, have some banter, dude. Gotta, gotta hype up the crowd. Yeah, it's your guys' show. We got banter, banter right here. Banter King yeah. over yeah. here, dude. Hey, I'm the banterer. You can't <laughs> stop banter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's just gonna be a great time. And like, we're actually getting some dope merchandise, which is gonna be really cool. We uh, spent a lot of time designing a really cool t-shirt, Fun, in my yeah. opinion, at least. And uh, yeah, no, we're just gonna have that out. And it's just cool because we've been working on these songs for so long. I mean, we're here... Last mm-hmm. summer, I think. Was, was it last it summer? It was hot as shit, it was I remember. Very it's hot. always yeah, hot. Yeah, no, so it was, <laughs> it was last summer. We were here, and I think we had just written those songs. Like, they were just fresh out of, you know, coming out kitchen. of the basement. Out the kitchen, yeah. Nice. Um, and, you know, they've been around for a long time, and we've just been writing at such a faster pace than we've been able to record. I mean, obviously, recording's expensive, and it's a huge process, but we've been sitting on these for a while and just... The buzz has been growing about them. Like people hear them, just like, "Hey, what's that song?" Like, I want to hear that again. And to be able to finally give that to people mm-hmm. and a product that we're really proud of, how it turned out, it's gonna be sick. And by the way, the EP is called Summer Vice. Summer Vice. Summer Vice. Very good yeah. name. Yeah. Very good name. Um, you know, getting into the summer vibes. We've been waiting a long time for it, and oh, yeah. sometimes it still doesn't feel like it's here, but. Now, are it, you guys still playing? Uh, I know you guys play a lot, right? Or last time I saw you guys, you guys were playing a lot. Or we're have trying you to do it? like one show a month and like keep it to that because it's easier to yeah market and sell. So mm-hmm. people aren't like, oh, like if we have like three shows in a month and they're all in Baltimore, then people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, I'll just come to this one or this one. It's like yeah, you're gonna you you spread yourself too thin that way. Yeah, true. Yeah, totally. And like one of our next big projects is just trying to expand geographically. Like we've got a great following here in Baltimore. Uh, Dennis lives up in Lancaster, PA, and they've actually got a great music scene there, so we've been exploring a little bit of that area. But, yeah, we're just trying to you know, bring the sound to some different markets, and that's going to help us gig even more. So once this stuff gets out, we're going to you know use that as our platform, I think. Nice. So. Fuck yes. Have you... Uh, I know... Y- you don't work at Tarks anymore, do you? No, I don't. I work at their rival, the Valley Inn now. Oh, Ooh. dude, you got fucking traded. You get headhunted. Oh yeah, Pete. Well, Pete, it's all Pete's fault. He <laughs> left. <laughs> I got him a job at Tarks, and then he was like, 
I'm going to go with my friend PJ and go to the Valley. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> he was there for like three months. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the Valley too. And then I ended up over there. Where is the Valley? It's um on it's Falls, like Falls and Joppa. Yeah. Doesn't have its own like small like province. Brooklynville. Brooklynville. Like, yeah. Is that what it's called? That? I thought yeah. it was Green Spring Station. It's yeah. a, no, Green Spring Station houses like Tarks and uh, Stone Mill and all that oh, stuff. Oh, so Brooklynville is the rival of Green Spring Station. You could say that, yeah. Exactly. I will say that. Yeah. Dude, why do they have <laughs> such a big parking lot there? They have what? the biggest parking lot I've ever seen in yeah. my it's life. It's the Hot Mom. as fuck. Mom. Yeah, yeah, hot Mom. That is Hot Momville, dude. It is. That's what they should be called. All that money rolling in It really is. Have See. you ever been to the Mount Washington Tavern? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel like the Valley Inn is like, um, I don't know. Okay, so like you know, like the Pepper Mills, like an old person place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like the Valley Inn is the Pepper Mill to uh, what was the first place I said? Mount Washington <laughs> Tavern. <laughs> Valley Inn. Oh yeah, yeah. True, true. Oh yeah. <laughs> You guys following this? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perf. <laughs> I'm going to have to tend to agree, dude. Mount Washington Tavern is like, it's not quite hot moms yet. I mean, I guess it is kind of hot moms at Mount Washington Tavern. I've only been there a couple times. My brother actually worked there for a bit. Really? Yeah. He doesn't they work there anymore. good happy hour specials there. My mom used to work there. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. hot. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kim. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like recently or like No, no, no. Let's no. say you guys are she restaurant worked there family. like in the seventies, dude. And the guy that owns the valley owned uh Mount Washington, like way, way back in the day. They both have just a bunch of horse shit. Like yeah, they have like he's a like big horse guy. stuff and like I don't know. Oh, I thought you, yeah, I thought you like horse manure <laughs> on the ground shit. when you go in. Like. They got <laughs> menus and food. He owns the Oregon <laughs> the Grill, door. too, and that is all like horse-themed. It's, Equestrian. It's kind of crazy. To me. Whatever you want to it's call funny it. like yeah. how long a lot of these places in Baltimore have been around. Yeah. And how a long some of the have people have been around. Fire too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Mount Washington. Damn. Yikes. I didn't know that. This is fire, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's it's crazy to me that uh, so like a couple like maybe like eight years ago, the Towson CVP caught on fire. Mm -hmm. You remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. And then literally earlier this year, the original Charles Village pub caught on fire. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. Uh. See, everyone knows, everyone thinks, <laughs> but I know that they. Totally do that for insurance money. They had to. You think really? it's a coincidence that both Charles Village pubs have unfortunately caught on fire in the past eight years? Let's get know. to the bottom of it, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm Where's just saying it sounds a little sketch to me. Where's the truth? It yeah. sounds a little sketch. At the I time, look, I like CVP. I like CVP. And if you guys manage to pull that off, more power to you, dude. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> but don't think I don't know. <laughs> don't think you pulled that over on me. I know what you did, and you did it well. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm impressed. I'm not, I know. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I feel like the FBI is listening yeah. to me like, yeah. all right. If anything, let's talk. I've got some ideas. Yeah, dude. I've been trying to burn this shit down forever, dude. <laughs> Insurance guys come through like you said you had what? And be like, uh, definitely a bathroom. I had a Wait, bathroom. you don't own this property? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I rent it. So I like but all I can that tell you money this. back. I had an air conditioner for sure. So let's oh, put definitely. that on the list. Yeah. I had a urinal and a toilet. 
A bidet. Like you really bidet. nice recording equipment. Super nice. Yeah, no, it was the whole garage. The whole garage was transformed <laughs> to a studio. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, no, you there wasn't a bunch of junk on nice one side. We see a lot of burned down junk over here. <laughs> what are you trying to say? These are all my toys. <laughs> <laughs> Had eight segues. <laughs> I don't know, man. That just seems suspicious to me. Also, I've never seen the Baltimore Charles Village pub. I don't know where it is. It's very in Charles small. Village. It's in. It's that, makes in Charles that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like I on Hopkins campus. That's another weird yeah. Baltimore thing that people do. Is they name their place after where it started, and they just keep calling it that no matter matter where it goes. Like Towson Hot Bagels. There's one in Timonium. There's one in Canton. They're yeah. all called Towson Hot Bagels. <coughs> you ever think Good about point. that? Well, I only had one example, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great example. I was, kinda, so. like, I was trying to see where that like brain train was going, and I was like, I don't I had, know about any thing else. I mean, Charmery, the Charmery is in Hamden, but they're opening one in Towson. They did, but open Charm it. City is you know Baltimore. Yeah. Towson's not Charm City, no. but I feel like you can get away with that. Like you know, yeah, it was a stretch. You yeah. can get away with that. But thank you for I trying to back me. Spend the you rest of the podcast. Immediately knock me down after I try to save you. <laughs> you trying to prove my fucking like point, bro? Back off. Back to you. <laughs> you guys good on beers right now? By the way. I'm good right I'm now. Good. Jimmy has 26 <laughs> beers in the chamber. <laughs> 38 chambers <laughs> of beers. Somebody's got to drink these. We'll dude. see if that's enough. Classic Wu Tang. I suppose we will, dude. I suppose we will. <laughs> And you're in the process, you told me earlier, or you mentioned in passing, but now I'm going to bring it up for everyone to hear. You're trying to find a new job right now? Are That's you supposed correct. to bring this up on the podcast? This is something I can't talk we about. We can talk about it right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to direct it back for a minute. Let's air it out. Let's air it out for a second. <laughs> so it, I, I currently hold an office job at T-Row Price. It's an entry-level job, and it's crap. I hate it. So uh, one of the great things about still, like, still being in this band and having like real job is that I can have that release and like yeah. hang out with these guys as much as possible because um, otherwise I just don't know <laughs> I would probably go a little bit crazy well what are you what are you looking into doing now something that where I could actually just talk to people it's baby steps okay. right now I'm like literally a human computer <sighs> so I just like sit at my desk and talk to nobody all day which is pretty terrible so anything that I could you know advance from maybe like even even it's like something in the music business what about I applied a to like a like a, a medical marijuana store on linkedin the other there day you go. what oh, about a professional bass drug player test there? or a professional bass player that would be i sweet. like that idea Ooh. that would probably be my first choice in the we're eyes of a lot of people that. you haven't we're fucking made that. that's what we're doing right that's now. bc would yeah. say we're wor we're working baby you know <laughs> see, we've been working you know it's, it's funny like when I think about it, it's always hard for me to say like, oh yeah, like the message of the music is this or the lyrics mean X or Y. But definitely a theme that has been common and like an inspiration for me when I'm writing is just like, damn, like I don't want to do this for the rest of my yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And really echoing what Connor's saying. Mm -hmm. um, the music is such a release and I think because we're in a situation where it's like, yeah, you know, we're doing it like kind of full time, but we want to take it to the next level. It's like just, I don't know, really reflect. I don't know the fact that we do get frustrated with what we're doing and we're like, oh, shit, like how many more years of this do I have? Like mm -hmm. when we do write music, a big theme of it is yeah. just like you need to enjoy the moment that you're in right now and you need to reject 
all the forces in your life, all the pressures that are coming at you saying like, you can't be happy right now. You have to worry about yeah. this. You have to worry about that. Um, and so like a great example of that is Hot Words. The, uh, one of the songs on the new EP, that song really tells a story about meeting someone spontaneous, sparking an attraction, mm -hmm. having that moment of just pure excitement and thrill, like mm -hmm. when you're out on the town or whatever it may be. And just being able to reflect in those moments and kind of like give a little ode, a celebration of those moments that really only happen when you're a certain age, you know, yeah. we're in our mid-20s. It's not going to be like that forever. I was about uh, to say that's a message like everything you were saying that's a message I feel like resonates with a lot of people especially at this point in life. Exactly. You know like being in your mid 20s we're like all right college is over like exactly, basically basically exactly. I've done everything everybody told me I was supposed to do and now I'm here. And yeah. now I just and, don't and, like what the fuck do I do next? now? And what's next? I mean, <laughs> I've been duped. <laughs> exactly. I've been, I've been duped. What's this? Uh, you know, this, uh, <laughs> this is it. This, this is, is it. the real world. Can't be it. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, I mean, you know, it's just like you see people. Um, so I, I work at an office too. I'm not gonna get too much into that, but I uh, was <laughs> you there. You keep your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was there, and there was. I'm not even gonna get into too much detail, but there was somebody celebrating their anniversary there um, for a insane amount of years. We're going to just say over 40. Whoa. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow. You know, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And, and to, to kind of like look 40 or 50 years ahead of time from where we are right now and to, and to think about that, you know, it's a little scary, I guess. And there's like, a lot of pressure and a lot of people and a lot of just things saying yeah. like, well, just get over it. That's what you have to do anyway. Um, but I, I feel like it's surprisingly easy to, and I mean, I can't even imagine, I obviously can't, I'm 25, I'll be 26 next month or something, August. But I can't imagine like what it would be like to be like, I'm assuming if they've been married for 40 years, this person's in their, at, the, at least their late 50s. Or early sixties oh, yeah. or something. Years? Yeah. Oh yeah. Forty years at least. Sixties at the very yeah, least. Like for sure. to be were they at least like in a higher position than you were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But just to be <laughs> doing that it same. Was the janitor. <laughs> and I don't know about I don't know about your job, but to be doing. It <laughs> I've been sweeping these floors for forty years. I remember when these floors. Were <laughs> <laughs> we used to have wood floors. <laughs> gave you splinters. Built character. Used to have dirt floors. They told me to sweep them. I said, "How?" <laughs> I'm a. <laughs> but like so I don't know how much your job sucks. You say your job sucks. I believe it you. sucks. I I can imagine like for someone who doesn't have the release that you guys have, when you fall into that pattern, it's so easy to just do the same day in day out thing every day and then you like put your head up above water and you're like, "Oh, I'm fucking 30 now." Yeah. And then yeah. it's just yeah. it's so easy. That is the scariest. I, I don't want to wake up that day. I see that in I see that in rest the restaurant industry particularly. Yeah. I worked in the restaurant industry for like six or seven years or something like that. And it's just like working with dudes that are in like their forties and stuff like that. It's just like oh my god. And then like I didn't understand that until like I started to become one of the older people on the staff. And I was like oh shit like this is how that shit goes. Like it's just all of a sudden like shit like I was the young guy and then I was normal guy. And then I was the older guy. Think and it just, car is pulling in. 
Oh, snap. Who could this be? It's not exploding, oh, so that's not neighbor. a good one. It's probably Peter. You got an Uber. So oh, that is oh, Peter. Shit. Oh, shit. Perfect. Oh, my God. Okay. We might Excellent. need to, just for the sake uh, Make sure you get a microphone with a super low frequency because <laughs> he talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, we might... We can just share mine. Yeah, I was going to say if yeah, you guys should just pass that back because okay. just for the sake of uh, sanity. There's also the uh, chair under the desk. Ooh, true. The that is why we have that. Backless. Give it to oh, he's Blake. vaping. He's vaping as we speak. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's vaping a, a as he walking walks vape. in. Mr. Oh, oh, and there he is. All righty. Peter Burkhardt, everybody. Fucking made it, dude. The crown jewel. Oh Do you want a natty bow? Yeah. Would you also like a backless oh, yeah. chair to sit in? Oh, wow. 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 Smart. Wow. Microphone waiting for me here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that low We're frequency. <laughs> I can get you a mic. Oh, let me get you a mic. Yeah, let's take a little break. Yeah, let's take a little break. I'll get you a mic. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah, I can bring it back. I can bring it back. Yeah, let's bring it back. Let's let's roll that back right now. Live from the no. studio. It's like we never left. Except we never left. We never did. We're suddenly here with Pete. I already had the mic queued up because I'm a good podcast guy. It's incredible. Don't lie to make friends, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Pete. Guns <laughs> blazing. Glad you could make okay. it. Glad I you could make I it, buddy. I did not just work 12 hours in a row, and I'm obviously not salty about it, but I'm here. So, yeah. You know, we were talking about work. <laughs> <laughs> Such a coincidence, dude. I heard you uh, ditch John from uh, from Tarks for the trade to Valiant. And then, yeah, well, well, uh, you took him behind you. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I brought him after I left, but I couldn't pay rent working there. So that's true. That's true. Wait, so you guys, I assume, are in the same boat as me in that it's like music. Well, no, you have the you teach drums, too. Yes. You have a cool job. Yes. That's pretty cool. You just got the restaurant and the music thing going right now. Yeah, I taught at one point, but that kind of like. Fell off while I was going to school and working, so... True. True. And honestly, it's like, what makes more money? Mm-hmm. Because these but guys have... I, I'd rather teach, because it's way more fun. I'd rather be more broke than I am already. Yeah. <laughs> do something that I love, but... It's unfortunate that the restaurant industry is so lucrative, because it's like... It's like a death trap yeah, because it's you a trap. you do it is a trap, dude. It's the original trap, dude. This Could be one of the traps. It is. Everyone, I consider myself trapping. Sometimes. So many people <laughs> get stuck in that shit and they hate it forever. <laughs> but it's you can change your schedule and you can work around getting into music and playing all the time. I'm almost more available, but at the same time, I get stuck in certain shifts where I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess I'm screwed for the next uh, two weeks. Because you're just a bitch boy there because yeah. you just started, right? You don't have any clout there. No, I do. You got clout? Sure. Yes. Well, you got big too clout. Much. He he that's the problem is that I can do every job. Pete there, does too much there. He gets like, three likes like, every shit. I can work in the kitchen. I can bartend. I can serve. I can. I, like, I, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't matter when they ask me. It's like, hey, um, can you work? And I'm like, I, I, See, either that's I work <laughs> or I 
sit on my ass. That's then, another uh, problem when you are too good at your job because then you have to fucking do everything. Especially in those type of jobs where like half the staff is good at it and half the staff is just like, yeah, I'm just a major in this, but I just do this to pay rent. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's, it's kind of annoying when you're working in the restaurant industry because a lot of people fucking suck. And they're the ones who have the best availability. They're like, yeah, they only put me on Fridays. I'm like, oh, I wish I fucking had that. <laughs> I work, <laughs> I work every Sunday. <laughs> and so John does normally too. All day. And it's like, Ooh. you get there and you're like, hmm, I wonder what my friends are doing. And like, when you get a break, you look at your phone and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, sitting in bed, <laughs> hungover, yo, have you doing heard of, nothing. Have you, have you heard of sitting at a table during brunch? Because that's actually awesome. <laughs> that's way more fun, dude. Yeah. I've learned to hate the word brunch working in restaurants. <laughs> and then I went to brunch like four months ago. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was yeah. drinking like screwdrivers and shit. Yeah. I am hammered and it's not even noon. <laughs> it's the new, sa- it's over the there new Saturday like, night, <laughs> Sunday morning. It really is, dude. That yeah. it is part of uh, part of uh, becoming an adult. Yo, I, I, Connor, you remember that time? Okay, Connor and I recently went to a boozy brunch visiting a friend in Brooklyn. Boozy and we were brunch. just like, we were just looking at each other like, wow, everyone's so much cooler than we are. <laughs> 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 like, so everyone's so hip here. Like, we don't fit in. Like, us Baltimore boys, like, I don't know. In Brooklyn, dude? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a tough sometimes. crowd, dude. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dennis, nah, they're good Dennis people. Dennis isn't here, but Dennis tells people. all of us that Lancaster is the new Brooklyn. Dennis okay, is Dennis. most <laughs> certainly wrong. I it's feel. all local. And Dennis is also well, not local. here. <laughs> yeah, let's talk shit. Dennis, I don't know if Lancaster is necessarily the next Brooklyn. I feel like there's too many Amish people there. <laughs> You'd be surprised how little Amish people are actually where he lives, which is like downtown Lancaster. But we had a show. We had a show like a little bit outside and we were right next to a house that was like built by people's hands. And it was like, (laughs) can you believe that? No No machines. We no zero machines. Like you guys didn't need a screwdriver. We saw no. We saw horse and buggies like going down. You hear the little okay, okay, like uh, the horses and like. Oh, they'll they're run everywhere. you off the road. They'll yeah. run you off the road. They See, don't give Nobody wants to deal with that when they're going to the next Brooklyn, dude. You want to be run off the road by an Amish person. <laughs> no turning signals. Yeah, have it's... you heard of the Amish Mafia? Uh, no. I'm not. Because there was a Discovery Channel show about it. So. Well, well, that means. <laughs> I feel like everything it's on Discovery Channel is fake now. Just dude. like Brooklyn. <laughs> Did they do like the fucking like typical gang show thing where it's like a fucking guy in an well, Amish Brooklyn hat and has his like face blacked the, out? Yeah, they, and they like blow. darken his voice. Like, they're, 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 all very open. they're all very open about it. They're all like, yeah, well, I'm in the Amish mafia. If you're open about it, first of all, you're on TV. That can't be very Amish of you. Second of all, they're not, great fucking there levels point. of Amish though. Yeah, they're, There's yeah, they're like Mennonite. Yeah, uh, like, I think they like, Mennonites are worse. There's types of Amish where you're like, like you don't use here. any electricity, <laughs> and then there's types of Amish where like you can use. I think Mennonite. Some. Yeah, because I remember that Weird Al song where he's we're all just crazy Mennonites living <laughs> in Amish paradise. <laughs> he, so yes, yeah. Mennonites okay. is the less crazy version. That's hilarious. They're cool. They're cool. I would I would brunch with them, but Amish people I just don't. I, br- <laughs> I don't buy it. Dude. Make a list of people who you would brunch with. Uh, John Mayer. Oh yeah, John yeah. Mayer. Oh, shit, dude. He's on a roll, man. He is. I killing it. fucking legitimately think he's one of the best guitarists. I think he goes on that list, dude. I really do. I, I to, absolutely. I want, at one point in my life, wanted to put a tattoo on my back of the three people sitting on a couch together: Jimi Hendrix, John Mayer, and Jack White. 
But I also realized it's kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) It could be considered weird. What if you, like, ran into them and they were like, yo, look at my back. They'd have to be all dead. (laughs) They'd have to be all dead. They'd have to be all dead for it not to be weird. You're going to have to wait a bit for that one. Or just pick new people. I mean... People have tattoos of like Mia Khalifa on them. Yeah, so. but that's not. <laughs> that is a whole nother ball game. <laughs> do people have tattoos of Mia Khalifa on them? I wouldn't be surprised. I bet people Are do. I, I'd put money on that. Uh, I'm yeah. sure somebody does, dude. Because they're trying I to take bang John Mayer Mia first. <laughs> yeah. Imagine banging someone that had a tattoo of you on them. See, that's weird. That is yeah. weird. That's I mean, weird. Like. When I do bang John Mayer, <laughs> I don't want to have that to do. <laughs> That's <Come> weird. <laughs> John Mayer's going to come on his own face, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. You didn't specify where it was. That was weird. It could be a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, that changes things. All right. So that tattoo's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> but the Mia Khalifa one is that on the table? Yeah, Mia still? Khalifa, that one. Like, if that's still on the table, we could just. I feel like. Uh, are you guys familiar with her work in any? Like, <laughs> well, the thing is, we're artists and she's an artist, so we have okay. that connection. You have to admire talent when yes. you. See right, it. we're all part of the artistic community, so in that sense, show. we do know. <laughs> I think she's, who she is. I think she's really bad at fucking, dude. Has she started? But I watch more videos films? of her than I. I feel like I would. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like the guy's probably doing the most of the work. Dude, she's <laughs> just her whole claim to fame is just having huge tits, dude. Really, and being exotic. And their faith. They're nice though. You know what she did yeah. though? She had she did a porn where she was like in the hijab, and that was like the big thing. She did. And do then that. like the whole Arab community was like, "This is not fucking cool." ISIS. Yeah. I excuse me. Uh, not yeah, but how do yes, you think ISIS, <laughs> the terrorist group? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, but you got to imagine some of them jerked off to it before they complained about it. Oh, they all. I can't. I'm not, I feel I like can't most s- of them. They did. did have to watch it. Yeah, obviously. how do you find that? You, so, yeah. they're on Pornhub. Fucking Muslim bitch <laughs> in a hijab, and they like watch it, Look, and then they have that big rush of sense after they come, and they're like, "Wait a second, what am I watching?" But like on a much grander scale, what have I done? <laughs> this can't be right. If, there, if I could predict a moment of clarity, it would be after I like. Jack there's an actual <laughs> word. A, there is an actual word for that in Japanese. I don't know what the word is. But they actually do have a word for the moment of clarity right after you ejaculate. <laughs> it's oh. a real thing. It's weird because in language, you don't think a thing is a thing unless there's a word for it. And then you learn in other languages, they have words for emotions that we felt. And then you're like, wait, that's a real thing. But just because we don't have a word for it means we don't acknowledge it as like a real thing. We have it to ourselves and we're like, well, I can't describe it. So I guess it's just me. Yeah. That makes sense? Man. Yeah, totally. That does. Kind of like wish that like we learned more languages like back in the day you know what i mean kinda like, okay i found the word cool on google oh god pete oh i thought he said the word was on google no, i mean well <laughs> the it's, Japanese on, it's on, on urban dictionary but it definitely wait what did you google moment of clarity after ejaculation japan <laughs> <laughs> and it is called <laughs> Thunder <laughs> Club. I, I, I don't want to pronounce this. So Metro I'm Gallery, guys. Just go for it. It's called just Metro Gallery July 14th. Connor, go for it. It's the first one that's there. Kenja <laughs> Taimu? 
I swear to God, I've thought that to myself after <laughs> I <attacked> you. <laughs> so you finish, you're like, oh, Kenja time. Let's break <laughs> that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're like staring at your phone, and you're like, God damn it, it's Kenja time. All right, guys, be on the lookout. We're going to have a song called that. And I you guys, so, this is going to be an inside joke for you guys and everyone else who's listening. And you can at be like, oh, very, shit, I remember that. At this very moment in time, that's working on being the name of the episode. At this very moment in time. Honestly, it's pretty solid. That's what people are going to think when they're done listening. I'd to this, listen to that. Like, Jesus, <laughs> it's going to be over, and they're going to be like, oh, "Or that, or Mia Khalifa was so wrong." <laughs> <laughs> that or Pete tattoo. Thund- Thunder Club comes with John Mayer. John Mayer, Kenji Taimu. John Mayer at the same moment. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what was she thinking? <laughs> At least we can tag John Mayer in this now. That's and true. This is a very John Mayer. And Mia Khalifa. We might as well just name drop a bunch of people and then just Dude, tag I them. Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope to. Dude, she's a big shit talker on Twitter. I, I kind of want. My brother was in a beef with her and he won. That's sick. Ooh. He won the beef. She was. It was something that happened in. I think it was the Baltimore riots. It was during the Baltimore riots. And she is from Silver Spring, yeah. which for people not from Maryland, that's a, that's a suburb of D.C. And she was making all these tweets about how shitty Baltimore was and like blah, 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 blah. My brother said something to the tune of like, bitch, you're from Silver Spring. Like you probably went to one Orioles game once and now you think you want to be an authority on Baltimore. Like blah, 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 blah. And then she got fucking super pissed and all the fucking SJW kids. My brother is not. My brother was like, oh, fuck these guys. But they came in and backed him up hardcore. And he was like, I I fuck with you guys, dude. I fuck with you guys. And then there was a he said there was a bunch of dudes that were like defending Mia Khalifa. And he was like, those are just the dudes who are going to like bang her. Yeah, Yeah, those guys tried to like send all about character for those guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, no ulterior motives. But he won that beef, dude. And that's I think that's the big thing is like you don't want to lose a Twitter beef. Yeah. Kudos to Dom. He's a real Internet. He knows Troll how to. He in knows, a good way. He knows how to play to the people, dude. He does. He really does. He knows. Like I wouldn't get in a Twitter fight with him. I thought about it. <laughs> Definitely thought about <laughs> cross, it. Cross your Just mind. Just some big brother <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, Dom, I'm older than you, bitch. <laughs> See where it goes from there, Dom. Like, no. <laughs> I don't think I could lose that one though. See, I feel like I'm in the right there. Maybe. That's just a fact. So, <laughs> destroy Celeski with facts, <laughs> logic, and facts. Finish him. <laughs> it's feeling nice in here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool that air conditioning. Breeze. Yeah, unbelievable, man. That. Yeah. I think drinking cold bow. Actually, I think one of I think uh, drinking warm stuff makes you feel cooler. It actually creates a perfect (laughs) equilibrium. Oh boy, (laughs) creates. It just puts you right in the middle. Well, apparently that's why. That's why a perfect seventy and sunny. Ooh, true. That's my mood. Smoke some splits. Seventy and sunny sunny. in this room. It is, dude. It is. There's one light on the (laughs) one light fan. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have three, dude. (laughs) He just has to twist them in all the way. Yeah, no, they're in. This is some mood lighting. And you're only gonna replace the one when it goes out, right? Well, what happened? Then you twist the other one. They're not out. They're not out. I just unscrewed them because I like this lighting better. God. Right on John's face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we did it because we we were sitting here high as fuck one night, and we were like, it was already like that. And we were and like, we're like Let's make it's it gotta be the lights. <laughs> 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 and we were like, this is cool, dude, because it's just like, 
we didn't think of it, but that's kind of like a spotlight for the guests. <laughs> it works. There you go. There you go. There you go. But also, uh, there are no lights in those other two casings. So no, th there's there's one in there. I, I oh no, you know what? Only one in I took one. the one out of this one because I broke the lamp. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what lamp? The one in there, dude. It was oh, broken. Shit. Okay. <laughs> you don't remember that? The lamp was broken. No, I don't remember. It was that. a big deal. <laughs> uh, I uh, oh man. <laughs> the lighting situation reminded me of a story, but I don't think we can tell it on the podcast. Why not, dude? <laughs> well, it's your story to tell. <laughs> oh, oh, the reason why? Well, I already told it, so I can't. Oh, we already did tell it on the podcast? Yeah, dude, I told oh, that whole shit. story. Okay, okay. Short version. Thunderclub version. Thunderclub version. Uh, I was playing at High Tops. Dope. I have been in a relationship for like since February, early February. And I was just on a straight up, just no luck street for like four months straight. And then I was playing at high tops. And I was, I was like, oh, dude, you play music, blah, blah, blah. You should crush it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, not really, though. And then I was at high tops, and I did manage to bring a girl back here and bang her. And that's why the <laughs> lights were dim, because she, was like, she walked in, and she's like, it's too bright in here. And then she got <laughs> on the table and unscrewed those two lights and knocked over my lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's tying everything together. <laughs> and yeah, that's she was tall enough to reach that. Uh, yo, but Amazonian. The after, <laughs> I will say the after relationship slump is real. It's a real thing, dude. It's yeah. a real thing. And and yeah. the the first the first bang it's like after Chris a Davis, relationship slump forever. is also fucking weird too. Because I just like there was so much other shit going through my head at the time. I was like, I didn't wind up busting. That was, uh, that was gone. That was yeah, gone. It's off the table. I bought a three pack of condoms, burned through two, didn't bust once. <laughs> and then I put the other one on my new base, dude. And now it's up there. Yes. Oh <laughs> Protecting yourself from the shred. Yo, everyone check out my new 1983 PV base. That's, That's a 79, bitch. Oh, it's the original. That's the original. Oh, wow. I thought that was duct taped. That is a condom. That is a condom. <laughs> on your base. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Protection, oh, yeah. dude. Protection. I love that. I love that. Well, ladies love bass players, don't they, Connor? I just they sure do. <laughs> are you I know you're on Tinder right now. Are you in a relationship? Or are you? Oh, okay. Am, yeah. So one lady loves you. That's cool. I used to slay, though. I think we're half. <laughs> <laughs> I used to For slay. For the record. <laughs> I think we're half and half here. I think we got me and Peter are. Bachelors, or at least I don't. As far as I know, Pete. Lost in the woods. Lost. Pete, you're bacheloring it, dude. Sick. I don't know if you define a 24 year old single man as a bachelor yet. I, like, think? I feel like you kind of. Yes. What is like, the definition yeah. of a bachelor? Yes, I feel like if you're in your late man. 20s, and I'm currently in my mid 20s. I think a bachelor. How do you is feel it? about 25? About to turn 26. Oh no, I'm 24. About to turn 25. Still okay. in my mid 20s. I got two more years. I think 30s is when you're a bachelor because bachelor means like an established man. Okay, I'm gonna throw this in the. Hold on, I'm gonna throw this in the pool. Okay. The Bachelor and Bachelorette, the average age of those contestants is like 26. Ooh, how old's the Bachelor? I, okay, the Bachelorette right now, she's probably like 27 or 28. Well, I think there's a difference between a Bachelorette and a Bachelor. Also, for the record, Why I watch this because this? it's first of all, it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> no. Second of all, oh, there we go. If it wasn't for having a girlfriend, I 
probably wouldn't have watched it. Although there's also a chance okay. that I could have watched it. <laughs> oh, well, wasn't the guy true, named man. Garrett or something like that? I don't know. That's Somebody was cool. telling me that. That might be the most lead singer thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you use guys that as like a pickup line? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, somebody was like, "Oh my god!" Like the person's named Garrett or whatever. I was just like, "I want him to win." I was like, "Okay, cool." Ask my friends about it. Wait, They're so the Bachelorette is when a bunch of dudes compete over a woman? Yeah, that seems kind of that's gay confusing. To me. I feel like the Bachelor is way cooler because it's one dude, and I guarantee you, he's not twenty-six. Bachelorettes can be in their early to mid to late twenties. That's a Bachelorette, but I feel like dudes' lifespan goes way longer, dude. Like a dude could be except not real lifespan. But well, also that's it's true. Just but like sex, <laughs> women bachelor are, lifespan. Most women are attracted to men that are older than them. Yeah, because, because they're more mature. Because guys mature. their age aren't, they don't have their shit together normally, and they're usually just like, yeah. Any girl that's like going to be a little bit younger than you is going to be like almost on the same maturity level as you. Pretty much, I've noticed that. I have noticed that. Like two years younger, I'm like, oh, cool. We can relate. They definitely are just more mature, just generally speaking. Yeah, totally. at least like three years ahead of. Well, us. they mature. Yeah. F- they mature first, and they mature faster, dude. Yeah, it's and a big advantage better, for them. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna. In terms of that, absolutely, dude. We're like my laundry's still all over the place. Like, yeah, I think that's a guy thing. I feel like we just we just value different things in uh, in life, perhaps. As, I don't know. I've seen genders. many a girl's room <laughs> just fucking trashed yeah that's true girls can be messy and i think you guys would know from the restaurants dude like fucking the woman's bathroom is way more disgusting than men's bathroom oh You're my kidding. god the things i, I have heard about the it's disgusting bathroom. the things i have seen i i am that te- toilet am gets more I'm, clogged than the men's i am technically <laughs> a master bus boy if you put ten thousand hours into oh boy, here we go <laughs> you're a master thing. I have seen the most disgusting things in a women's bathroom at a restaurant between working at Ocean Pride, probably the trashiest place. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've thought about being a regular there. I was telling them earlier, but now I'm, no. now I'm re- <laughs> no. It was yeah. a big life decision I had to make for myself. I was a regular employee there. I got to quit, and they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, I've been here for two and a half years. <laughs> anyway, Never can mind. You, can you clean the woman's bathroom before you go? Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any examples? What do you got? You got you got to have one example, dude. It only yeah, takes one, though. That's I enough to prove a point on this podcast. the bathroom. At Ocean Pride one time, they're like, you need to go clean this. But number one, the bathroom, the, the toilet is up to the brim, and it's just oh. a, a, a nice, a nice brown. Like a, a, the most average of brown hair colors, really. Can I have a beer? Is, I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> can, I, can I have like three of those? On top of that, there's just like. <laughs> All right, Pete. There's like, I got more, by the way. Don't be bad. There's I got like, more in the fridge. There's one used tampon on the ground, and then there's three that were like unused that someone, I guess, like tried to put in. Like, if anyone's ever seen, like, after oh. you pull out of the applicant. <laughs> just like there, the four, like, unused around there, and then there's one, like, in the back corner. Just like, a fail. I'm like, how do you get to this point between, like, like, where did this start, really? That's true. Probably. And where did it end? Because there's a lot of, like, I would say. That. And I, that's not what I was thinking to myself at first. I was like, I need to get out of here f- as fast as possible. I feel so like. You put on little, some gloves and you get. Your, Why don't you uh, just get a broom? Do you put on gloves? Oh, dude, you got to plunge a toilet. Dude, I'm going to go put goggles oh, on. Oh, true. That thing is up to the brain. It's going on your shoes and like. Were you still in school at Towson High? It might have been my junior year or my senior year. Uh, in the boys' locker room, there was this toilet 
because they only had one toilet in the boys' locker room and like yeah. one or two urinals. And it was just filled to the brim with shit. And it was just a thing for us to go in there and just fill it up. And they would just, <laughs> were, didn't fix it for like a week. And people were just fucking wrecking this thing. <laughs> we were just wrecking this thing. And then finally, I remember Chaz told me this story. They fucking <laughs> came in there. Yeah, so Chaz, it must have been your year because Chaz was still in school. Oh my God, it would be. <laughs> Chaz would be involved in a Absolutely. Story, just for the record. <laughs> it's just like impossible for him not to be in the yeah. story. Everybody has a Chaz at their high school, I feel like. <laughs> just that guy and who will him, do that. Dude. He he fucking came and he was telling me about it and he just said it was filled to the fucking brim and then finally like Mr. Yasker or something like fixed it and flushed it and it took the whole fucking thing and Chaz was so stoked about that aspect of the story <laughs> <laughs> he was like it took that thing like a fucking champ dude like I was so in, like I had so much respect for that toilet after that I was like yo I it's do it's the too. little things for Chaz it's like the <laughs> <laughs> it was real, dude. I remember that shit, dude. And that was a boys' locker. You can only. Ma- I I hope the girls' locker room didn't have that going on. <laughs> I hope not. Dude. Just an unclogged toilet for two weeks. Oh no. So the EP name is Summer Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, you can listen in the bathroom. You can listen on the beach. You can listen, uh, you know, in your own little personal studio, like here. Hey. <laughs> No, Con- Connor whispers in my ear. He's just like, say the EP name Summer Vice in the middle of this conversation. <laughs> perfect. Dude. Yeah, perfect plug so right funny. there. Perfectly Is timed. Is that what dude. you actually just said to him? Yeah. You just plugged in his ear first. It was like a ba- it was like a <laughs> banana like a phone ch- plug. It's like, it like he plugs to me, I plug to you, you plug out. Yeah. Did you come up with a response for that chick yet? Um, I don't know, man, because like. Like I said, I was telling her, like, hey, you know, we played in Towson before, and, like, we like to play at the Towson radio station. She was like, I didn't even know it existed. That, to me, is offensive. What was her exact words? What was her exact words? It was something like, oh, I had no idea that was even a thing. And I'm just like... Did she say ha-ha or LOL or anything? She did throw a ha-ha in there. So, like, I guess a little excusable, but at the same time, like, WTMD... Such a great yeah, part like of Towson, WTF. really. Yeah, WTF. How do you not know WTMD? <laughs> I haven't really gotten that far, but um, <laughs> what I will say is that if you go to Towson, you and you live in Towson, you got to know about TMD. If you live in Maryland, honestly, if you live anywhere, I think you should know about WTMD. They're yeah. playing great stuff. Doesn't hurt that they recently uh, put us in rotation. Actually, Go Head's gonna be. In uh, regular rotation starting next week, I think. So Fuck yeah. that's going to be yeah. very exciting. Actually, uh, just an asterisk on that. It started today. Shit. Ooh, today. So. Turn on your radios then. Ooh. Yep. Oh, dude. You heard it here first. Damn. Formal release uh, on Tuesday. But yeah, no. You haven't. You haven't. I mean, I feel like it could just be her just being shitty at conversations. Also, it could be. And I've noticed this too. Meeting girls that you don't really know that well, and you tell them you're in a band and stuff, they I feel like a lot of them are just like, what? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's been a thing. Cause like yeah. I've definitely been texting a girl that I met at like Rec Room, like when I was like 21 or something like that. And I remember uh, she asked me like if I was in college and stuff. I was like, no, I'm trying to like do music and stuff. And she was like, uh, 
oh, cool, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, she looked at, like, my YouTube page and stuff and just saw that I didn't have, like, many subscribers or anything. And then she was like, oh, it looks like you're doing well for yourself, LOL. And then never responded to me again. Damn. I was that, like, that's a cruel LOL. Curved. Damn. Yeah, dude, I still remember that. Shit. And I was like, I, if for nothing else, I hope one day I fucking do something there's, dope. There's not a lot of respect given in, like, the artist industry anymore, mm -hmm. really. Well, Mia Khalifa. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but or one shining light. Yeah, but, but it's like, uh, unless people like have heard your name, in the very least, people think it's like, oh, you, like yeah, you play music, and then you're probably not really doing much else yeah. with your life yeah. otherwise. That's why it's kind of crucial. It's kind of imperative as a dude in a band. The time you have to get girls interested in you is when you're on stage, because when you're off stage and you tell people you play music. You're just another That's guy. Not, yeah, you're just another guy who could and probably is a fucking loser. <laughs> you know? But if they see you in action, that's... <laughs> it, you know you're what I'm saying? Wrong. Okay, I didn't want to so offend anybody. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, like you start to date a girl or something and then like they come to one of your shows and then you're in for a solid two and a half to three weeks. Two and a half to three weeks? That's a good, yeah. that's a good estimation, dude. That's why you guys uh, do yeah. monthly shows. People... <laughs> <laughs> It's a lifespan. <laughs> need to revamp. <laughs> need to revamp. It's a long. <laughs> you know when somebody you have the like three weeks, and then the fourth voice. week you have that time to get ready for the show, and then you move on. To the uh, you better be playing often enough to keep them in this <laughs> hole that you're digging for them, because then they get trapped. <laughs> There's no way out. And then they become the chick who banged a dude in a band, which I imagine the girl community has got to be at least somewhat respectable. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's a cool story. All if, the like, girls, girls are Facebook drinking. Groups are lit, there are a lot of bands up. out there. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of girls out there, dude. That's true. That's true. And I feel and like... I love fucking band people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wish that were as true as you make it sound. I, I feel like say. it's way... People think it's way more true than it is. I honestly do. I, yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. Like, you know, if you mention in passing to another guy, for example, like, yeah, you know, I play in a band. Like, that's what I do. It's oh, like, dude, oh, bro, like, you play in a band. Like, that's, you know, it's not Sick. really like that. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't like Sunset Strip in, like, the 1980s, you know? It's not... Also, I feel like being famous is definitely a huge factor in that, dude. Being just... famous, the definition of being famous has totally changed. I mean, there used to be, like, just a handful of famous people, and now there's, like, a million of kind of, like, half-famous people. I don't know True. if that's through, like, social media or whatever it is. B, but C, D, like, you can e still be celebrities. You can still be a really successful and famous musician these days and still be scraping by. In fact, that happens all the time. Yeah, walk down the street and no one still knows who you are, but you are successful mm -hmm. as you would feel. Success like, I bet some of the people. bands that we listen to the most often, um, you know, these guys are famous, they're big names, but probably just live in regular lives. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like superstar 1980s well, hair not metal much, shit. There's not much money in the recording industry anymore, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I think it all comes from touring and playing and stuff True. like that. True. So I think almost think it's the other way around from what you were saying is I feel like there's far more people that are crushing it on social media that everyone knows. Not like an A-list celebrity, but like the definition of celebrity is changing a lot. Totally. Because like we used to think of celebrities like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie and stuff John like that. John Mayer. People that were all over TV. John Mayer. <laughs> fuck yeah. But like now it's like anybody could be the hottest celebrity in the world 
at any given like that fucking kid, that little fucking uh, rodeo Lil kid. No, the fucking no. Uh, little boy who sang Hank Williams. Little Hank, like uh, little boy. Hank Williams. The kid was the most famous fucking kid. He played yeah, Coachella. He played Mason fucking Presley. Coachella. He played Coachella. Mason Presley is not his name. I don't know what his name is. I don't is. know. He did a spin move with some finger guns the other day, and I was. Yeah, he's a slick little <laughs> I guy. I listened to a song by him. <laughs> That's how famous he. His is. song that he put out wasn't bad. If you what that song famous or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. It was just like I was like for a six year old. I know he didn't write it, record it, or anything, but I was like, all right, dude, fuck yeah. Solid. The fucking Walmart yodeling kid. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's. And here we have tried. That's like so that's like his Marky Mark. So hard. You know, like Mark Wahlberg is this huge actor, but like I'll never forget him as like fucking Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, well, what I feel name. like a certain. That's like how that's how he started. That was like his thing. Yeah, yodeling kids gonna get jacked as shit. Yeah, <laughs> be in the next. Come on, come on, movie. <laughs> pump it, pump it. <laughs> but it's almost like, do you really want that? Because I feel like that's not where you want your life to peak, dude. Unless that kid winds up becoming a successful recording artist or a success in any fashion to that level, that's the peak of his life. That's true. That's true. Maybe. That's why you see. Would you want that? Unless he Justin Bieber's. I mean, just. He but got he's got a long way to go if he's gonna Justin Bieber. He's five. Even Michael Jackson was eleven. Even yeah. that he got a though. Long like, time he, of being a child is star. He really that young? He's not five. He's Justin maybe Bieber six. got gotta, famous off his own shit though. You know what I'm saying? Justin Bieber got famous off of YouTube covers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Which I also don't think is a thing anymore. I remember that was the way to do it. No, that guy, uh, Sean Mendez. That's how he got. Yeah, I guess he did it. I guess he did. I guess he did. And Charlie Pugh, who I don't like. Uh, Sean Mendez was in the uh, the Chasing Cameron Netflix series. (laughs) Did you hear that shit? Uh uh. Okay, it's okay. So Cameron Dallas, do you know him? He's 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 an IG uh, boy, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like this big, like uh, I don't know, just like. Just a uh, teen, teen, hot dude, teen, yeah. want to, you know, just land down in bed, kiss him. Uh, hot teen. <laughs> you want to say that again? <laughs> but there's like this Netflix documentary series, like following him and a bunch of other like famous like internet teens, because they'll go on like meet and greet tours. So like, dude, That's what, like, like Jake it's Paul crazy. Does. Yeah, he so makes they'll like bank off that shit. Yeah, they'll have like sixty dollar tickets. They'll come. <laughs> they'll all line up, get a picture with them. They'll all. He'll say like ten minutes of shit, and then that'll be it. Yeah. That's the whole thing, and they make bank. But like Sean Mendez was on a tour with him, like for that Netflix show, like playing music. Yeah, playing music because he was just like a YouTube guy, and he was like on the brink of success, but like. Him, Cameron Dallas, like some fucking like dumb Southern bitch, uh, and then there's like a token black dude, and they literally in one of the episodes they just forgot about him and left him in like Rome, <laughs> and they, like traveled oh. to like Milan and like his dad but got. They've pissed. always kind of been doing that because they had the Mickey Mouse Club back in the day. They yeah, had, like, like the whole where, like, '80s, like pop star did that yeah. mall tour kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, uh, a lot of those guys came right out of there, dude. Like a lot of the pop stars that we grew up with came out of those kind of same bullshit. Like, like you know, like there was always the Hillary Duffs, the fucking you know what I'm talking about. Again, she's I'm like only super one hot example. now, by the way. Yeah, she is picture? super hot, but it's unfortunate because again, Lindsay Lohan is another example. Like. Nah. 
Yeah. That girl yeah, is just dude. on a whole Well, okay, she's another, not. She's, okay. she's on a, another planet. She's done. They man. all, everyone we've listed except for Justin Timberlake has already went over the hill in terms of the peak of their life. I think he's like. You think he's done? I think he's like. But he had such a solid run. He had such a solid run, though. I mean, what else? Like, if I was if I was over the him or over the hill as him, like if I was him, I wouldn't be mad about that. I'll tell you, I want to live a life like freaking Mick Jagger. That guy, I'm. I don't really like. I'm not too into Instagram, but like on Facebook, following this dude, like he's just having babies at like he's fucking <laughs> in his 80s he's still torn he's Him playing with fucking the, keith the two yeah of them, yeah man. they're torn like the stones torn like they were 50 years ago they're traveling the entire world um you know blood mick, transfusions yeah seriously mick jagger Keeps that's a young. dude that's killing it so if i can even like i don't even know the idea of being able to play music still at that time and like put on a show like that mid 80s or whatever they are like that that's a life I want to live. Right they still sound good. They too. still sound good. Are they yeah. still putting out new music, or are they just doing the old at, shit? At, at, the, at this point, do. I don't really. I don't. I think they put out new music like some like ten years ago or something. I don't know how recent it's been, but I mean, if you're the Rolling Stones at this point, you know. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. I feel like at a certain point, you got to stop na- making new music. You got to yeah, stop before you suck. I feel true. like Eminem exactly. should stop like three exactly. albums ago, maybe four albums. Ago. Yeah. You never want to be that artist that. Your just last, does it's yeah. yeah. Your yeah, last you know three what? albums like, just went down. Eminem does put out stuff, but he just headlined Firefly, and like yeah, God I knows how like many he, people will go to that. I feel like he should just keep doing that. Like he should, he can. I mean, always he could run do like name. a Dave Matthews thing. Actually, Dave Matthews, I'm pretty sure just they put out a new album recently. I think. Nice. But yeah, they, they every summer they do that tour. Like they just every summer you always find some fucking person <laughs> that you work with, and you're like, oh, I'm going to see Dave tonight. You're like, oh, you're a Dave guy? Which Dave? <laughs> you're a Dave guy? Which Dave, first of all? Can't talk to you anymore. And second of all, how much money are they making? No, if you say you're a Dave, I'm a Dave guy, you know that Dave it's... Dave Matthews. Yeah, it's not like Dave Chappelle. Or Dave Grohl is a close second, but oh yeah. nobody God. would refer to it that way. Damn. I got to say, Dave Grohl, that's another guy. I One of the, the greatest of shows I've ever seen. Yeah, Unbelievable. I, speaking of Firefly, we were there a couple years ago. This guy John put Cry. on like the best show. Yeah, he I literally... Went. He was playing, I forget what song it was. It could have been Monkey Wrench. He's playing it. He, like, hops off the stage, sort of runs through the middle of the stage, and the band keeps playing the breakdown or whatever. And, like, five minutes later, you see this crowd, like, parting, like, the Holy Sea or whatever. And, uh, or the Red Sea. Red sea. And, um, <laughs> sorry, it's been, a, it's been a while since Sunday school. Um <laughs> But he's coming back, and he just went to get a beer. He's holding a beer in his hand, and he just went to the concession stand. So he gets he's back so up, cool. chugs it, Dave Grohl goes back to rip the song. He is perhaps one of the most rock and roll dudes uh, that ever That's like left. rocked and rolled. I mean, he's fucking... And to think that he wasn't even the front man of Nirvana. Yeah. He was just a dude in the back. Yeah, he's like, what? How old, how old do you think he is now? Close to 50. He's ageless. And, okay, so, ageless. So in the middle of their set, didn't he cli- wasn't he the one that climbed the scaffolding in the middle? Yeah. yeah. He, like, I mean, that's not an easy thing to do at, like, with a right guitar. Now, yeah. With a and guitar. And he's got a guitar. guitar. Like, he's got the wireless thing that's. 
probably whatever a thousand dollars I can go five miles. Yeah, exactly. But still, he's doing it with a guitar strapped on his back. Like I can barely walk around yeah. without my guitar going out of tune like that. And, and it's great. <laughs> he gets up there and he's just shredding again. And it's great to see just like musicians that good who don't take themselves so seriously where they can't just rock the fuck out. That's rock and roll. You know roll, what I mean? Dude. That's rock and roll. And like when we play out, we definitely take inspiration from that. Like the way our shows are. <clears throat> excuse me. Just full out energy, like all the time, like seeing people like Dave. And honestly, that was the best show I've ever been to. So you kind of, yeah, you kind of take, you, you kind of take some away from that. On the other hand, Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, dude, yes, I'd go yes, to, yes, I'd yes. go, to I'd go see show. Dave. I'd go I'd see, I'd Dave. go see my boy, my friend Dave. Crash into me. <laughs> I feel like Dave's not climbing or getting beers or anything, but he he kind of crushed it in a whole different way. I feel like he was just like a. He, I feel like he was the dude that used to sit out in like the middle of college campuses, like in a fucking field on a bench, and like play guitar. And girls would dude, just sit around and be like, "Oh my god, I love dude. the date, huh?" <laughs> he wonderwalled, dude. Dude, he wonderwalled hard, oh, dude. He oh, made it. He's also so got a sick cute. band behind him. Yeah, that's true too. Dude. That drummer, who's a drummer? I, I don't know. He's like a gospel dude or something. Sick. Yeah, that's where his roots are, and he's just insane. I don't know his name, but. Like yeah, it's only the main thing I listen to when I'm. I've only known a few Dave Matthews guys. No, a I bunch of chicks up. though, huh? I gotta look up the drummer's it's name. It's so nice to have God in your hands at all times. <laughs> you can know anything within like thirty seconds. That is true. That was an interesting way to refer to the internet, and I like it. Carter Beaufort. Oh yeah. Now Shout I'm out to take Carter. Buford. Now that whatever you want. Oh, Carter Buford. 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 I'm drinking a little Buford. Bohan. Like, gonna go to the O's game, listen to a couple Dave songs, <laughs> and uh, probably They're have. gonna walk out to crash into me. <laughs> crash into no, me. They walk out to shit like Enter Sandman because, number one, Metallica. Do you guys like walk out to entrance music? Uh, no, but we will. Going we will. We will. We will. On July 14th. July 14th. At July Metro 14th. Gallery. At the yeah. Metro Gallery. The, the, wait, is it the July Metro 14th. Gallery? Because we're just Thunder Club and they're just Metro Gallery, Connor. Not the Metro Gallery. <laughs> if you guys come out to like Real. the Undertaker's theme song, that'd be sick. <laughs> no, we should I come out to uh, Triple H's theme song, which was written by Motorhead. Which is Spades? No, it's... it's it's called Triple H. They like put it in one of those wrestling games, and I found oh, that wow. on Spotify a couple weeks ago. And it really just goes dun 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 dun, and that starts. And you're like, and then Lemmy comes in, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty badass. Like, I wish I had a walkout song that was written by. We Lemmy. should come out to like let the bodies hit the flow. Ooh, well, you can't come out to a song that's because I feel like. Jamie, where is that too hard? No, we're gonna come out to the Lord, of, like one of the Lord of the Rings songs. Let's go, Brigade! The, they're running through the caverns. No, we should that's start like, the show with Garrett playing NFL, fucking bro. recorder, playing the fucking <laughs> theme song. Oh yeah, I can. I can. Secret talent. No, what's it called? So I can play concerning hobbits on the flute. And it's dope. Concerning Hobbits is the song that they play in Lord of the Rings when they're back at the Shire. You guys know it. I can play it on the flute. It's sick. Talk it's actually my <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's my secret talent. We we're talking about. I'm also a huge that. nerd, which doesn't doesn't hurt the situation either. Solid. But no, I mean, it's funny that we mentioned this because like, we, we we do we need to talk a little bit more about like props and shit. Like this show, I feel like we should try to. 
actually create sort of more of a visual aspect to it. We've been talking about that a little bit because, you know, with the theme of the EP being Summer Vice, it'd be cool to get a little vibes up there. I don't know. Maybe like a blow-up flamingo. Or what do you guys like think? There was this band who had the audience... Pa- I remember seeing them at Battle of the Bands. Towson, yeah, you Battle of the Bands, and I was a freshman. So this okay. is before you guys did it, like well before. Right. And they did it in the Union at the time. And they were like, hey, we're blah, 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 and we like beach balls. And they threw a beach ball out in the audience. And I was looking at them at like 19. I was like, fags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if they had like sparklers on a headstock of a guitar, you'd be like, yo. That would be sparklers. <laughs> no, dude, sparklers on a headstock condoms, of a guitar. Condoms in the bass head? Go. <laughs> It'd be like you're lying to your crowd, though, because... Why, dude? No, Jimmy Connor actually fucks. has a condom. Connor doesn't use it. This guy fucks. Connor <laughs> <laughs> fucks, dude. Prac- uh, yeah. <laughs> preach what you preach. Uh, practice what you preach, right? That's what I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, just weird shit like that I feel like would really get people going. Nothing. You can't try too hard. I think that's the main thing. I think when people go to see a show or go to see anything and they get the sense that it's contrived in any way, it, it kind of takes them out of it. Like, it, whatever you do, it has to feel like it's organic and natural. So, like... You're a thousand percent. A thousand percent right. Thank you. Thank you. So, we actually went to a, a music conference not that not too long ago in Lancaster and there was a panel of music professionals or professionals that are in the music industry, I should mm-hmm. say. And they took a quick look at us. It was about like five minutes. They pulled up all of our social media, uh, played a song of ours for like a minute, and they just uh, critiqued us for about like five minutes. That's awesome. And that was a huge part of it. Like, what makes you different? They said we all looked so vanilla. And that just hurt. We were just hungover. We were very basic. (laughs) Although, yeah. We also, uh, can someone else tell this, like how we walked in there? Okay, so when you... It's called Launch Music Festival. It's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The New uh, Brooklyn. The New Brooklyn. <laughs> the New Brooklyn. It's local. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they have Amish people there. And uh, Amish. <laughs> there we we sat by candlelight. Mennonite. Mennonite. <laughs> Mennonite candlelight. <laughs> they're allowed. Those, they're allowed to use like electricity, but we were trying to confirm. Okay, so you basically what you do is you. You apply for this panel and you send in um, a song that gets played for 30 seconds and then you also submit all your social media. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I don't know, whatever, YouTube, if you so choose. Um, and I just did it on a whim, just thinking like, what's what are the odds that they pick us? Because there's a ton of bands that were in the audience that were with us, but didn't actually get picked. And so while one of the other bands was going, we got there late to begin with. Okay. <laughs> this is because all so... This makes us look the, so bad. It wasn't... <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so <laughs> we we were sitting there. Garrett Waiting. was absent. It was uh, me, go, Dennis... had to go do something important. Uh, so it's not that he was absent for no it wasn't reason. Yes. Which gig are we did, talking about? With the Lancaster oh, thing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And anyways, okay. we um, were sitting there, and I got up to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, Taking this band's going. Mm, <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> um, whatever it was. The nerves, I got dude, up to I go to the it. bathroom, and I got caught up talking to somebody. And while I was out there, um, we ended up getting called up. So 
Connor, Pete, and Dennis I, I were all up front the stage. getting like uh, they were they were getting like critiqued or whatever. And <laughs> you guys I like open the door. I don't understand what this is. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's the sixty percent rule. We I opened up the door and I saw them and I was like, oh. And I like ran up in there. Classic toilet paper on your shoe. Hey Arnold, fucking. He ran up. They were like, we really like the authentic look. We told the panel when we got called up, they're like, aren't there five of you? And we're like, yeah, the one guy is like, he had to go home, and the other guy is in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) A plus. You're a rock star. On a great foot. On a great foot. I just came back and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and they told you they told you that you guys were vanilla. Yeah, we yeah. looked yeah. very. Vanilla. We're also like hungover. Well, we didn't look. We didn't look like a band when we went up there, and yeah, we we, we made the mistake of like because there were bands that like looked like they were ready to go on stage. They had uniforms. We went up there in like fucking khakis and t-shirts. Like we looked whoa, like whoa, a bunch whoa. of frat yeah, bros. Yeah, we were wearing jeans. Don't khakis okay, somebody had fucking jeans, but dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're like, they're like, you guys look like a from like you're from a suburban area. We're like, Damn. <laughs> Except for that guy in the jeans. <laughs> that guy is a little country. That guy looks like homeless that. as he shit looks, right he now. He must be a Mennonite. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't showered. He I made like those that. jeans himself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, they told you. So I'm just trying to get a read on this whole thing. So they told you that your image wasn't. I feel like that's just such old school thinking, though. But and it's also, so true, though. It, it is w- true. It's, but I feel like I'm getting a tattoo sleeve now, so like at least one of us looks like one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you're pulling the weight with the jeans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're gonna make this dude get jeans and a sleeve now. One of you guys just can't throw yeah, away like, some cash. I, I'm about to do a GoFundMe for Club <laughs> and take all the money for from it and put it towards mine. Yeah, I need to buy raw series. denim and. <laughs> I think the hardest thing for any artist probably is to try to correctly capture who they are. It's like brand identity. Well, the thing is, is like, but you don't want to go out and like, I remember people used to say the same thing, like, because I would do shit like that, too. And people would be like, well, I don't get it. Like, what's your, what, like the same thing they said to you. What's your image? Yeah, what's your image? And it's like, well, I don't know. But at the same time, I didn't know. That's what we said. I didn't know because in like real life, I didn't know. Yeah. Like I didn't Same. know who I was and so how the fuck was I supposed to tell somebody as an artist this is who I am when I don't even have my shit figured out in my real life. Right. And, and now you're... it's white tees, black yeah. jeans. <laughs> and now I guess and jailhouse I broke <laughs> I broke I broke my fucking uh, boots yesterday playing too much. Oh yeah. Lax at the fucking thing on the video we were shoot. Relaxing yesterday on yeah. a video shoot. Yeah, dude. We went to a big athletic facility. My boots couldn't take it. They yeah. completely the soles ripped off. The fucking bottom of my feet, and I went out and bought myself a pair of flip flops today. These aren't those, dude. You're lucky the those Baltimore Brigaders didn't <laughs> roast your ass. Or run <laughs> that whole image thing, though, is kind of like a, a perplexing topic. Honestly, it's a good point because like you're always kind of trying to strike that balance between what's just like super gimmicky, but something that's also like appealing to people, and you're trying to like obviously market yourself and like come out with something that's going to make you and your music mm-hmm. in the best possible light. 
But still, you don't want to be faking it. You want to be. Well, you don't want to be like be just doing it. Yeah, you don't want to just. Yeah. That's your angle, though. I feel not your angle. That's who you are, though. Like when you walk up on stage, you you look like a bunch of kids from the suburbs. It's like we are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, but, yeah, but yeah, look, exactly. We, we try to look like a collective group. Yeah, of course. That's like, that's, like, I, that's definitely something that a lot of people discuss as a band and being in a group in general. I mean, look at like girls that go out together in jean jackets. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that they talk about. And like that. Yeah, you see a identity. bunch of girls in jean jackets. You know they're going they're out. They're all together. You too. know it's ladies. They know. It's you know they're coming to our show. Eight yeah. of them together. But <laughs> when we go out and we go play a show, it's like. Yo, like, we need to look like we're going to be playing a show. Like, we need to look like we're in a band, not like we're some vanilla-ass dudes, mm-hmm. yeah. which we still are. Yes. But we're <laughs> hiding behind the fact but that we have instruments it. in front of us and that we play live really well. But you know who really owned the fucking uh, vanilla-ass dudes thing? I feel like Weezer crushed that. Yeah. Like, Weezer didn't oh, have yeah. to that's, pretend that's to be That's their thing. It's like, they're genuine True. about it. But and that's, that's what like I'm they saying. probably Why? all talked about it. I was like... This is what our image is. Like, we're going to be real. But, like, they all do it, though. And that's, like, the thing. How do we know those guys aren't, like, super, like, jockey dudes that just said, oh, maybe we'll, like, catch on if we do this. I'm just saying. We all look like. Playing devil's advocate. But you can kind of tell from the music. You can tell from the music that that they, they do that. And I feel like that's, I don't know. I just feel like that's the first. Oh, I thought that was you humming or something. I was like, dude, no, what I'm not that good. Balls, <laughs> it's amazing. Trash can? Hospital. <laughs> what say? Oh, I, I, I forgot ex- entirely where I was going with that. Yeah, dude, my impression was <laughs> too good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> point. it's like, God, that sounds just like a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> but the first, the first big hump of like when you're doing that is like we were talking about finding your image. So I don't know if the step for you guys would be to... I do like the fucking sparklers on the guitar idea. I will say that. <laughs> that was a good idea. Like, take, that take, is right up Jimmy's alley. <laughs> that, you know, I thought it that was, was something idea. super gimmicky that I would do too. And you guys would be like, dude, really? That's something and everyone, do. But I'm always stage right. And the thing is that my headstock's facing left and that's going in someone's face. And honestly... I'm probably not going to care that much. And I'm That's so sorry, Connor. That's part of the Connor. fucking show, dude. Sparklers <laughs> Am I going to get third degree burns uh, from the dude's guitar? Uh, hey, okay, I don't think a sparkler is going to give Connor a third degree burn. <laughs> you know, it's kind of... You won't like, look so vanilla with a third degree burn on your I'll face. I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, kind of going off that, I feel like part of our image is sort of the fact that we're naturally up there and like just genuinely enjoying what we're doing. And the fact that we all have known each other for a long-ass time... It creates more of a comfort on stage and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And just kind of letting it go with the flow, I feel like, is part of who we are, especially when it comes to on stage and just putting it all out there. So I think you'll find it. I think, And I think a lot of it is going to come from, I imagine, when how the people receive you. Because the people, like, right. you know who you guys are and your friends know who you guys are. But the people who see you just through that video, they're seeing a part of you. They're seeing a piece of you. And that's who you become in most people's minds. It's just, just like almost like a caricature of yourself. And we're not all wearing white and black. Like that's kind of like what our thing has been, at least on stage. But like you see, like what we wear when we're like relaxing and we're trying to like really feel ourselves and play in the studio. Like that's all images of us playing in there, yeah, and dude. that's all ex- exactly who we are. 
I'm wearing white and black right now. I know. Gonna, <laughs> you could sit on the side of the stage. We might give you like an egg or something to shake. <laughs> but that, sick, like, that's, like, you see us like that, and that's actually in our natural state and like that, like how we're trying to put out a product that feels very natural to us and not so forceful. And also the message that you were talking about earlier, I feel like, like, because right before you got here, we were talking about like getting caught in, like once you get out of college and you get in that like mid twenties mode and you're just like, oh shit, this is it. Like I'm working this job. I don't even fucking like it. Like I don't have shit figured out. And like that, that like, there was a, there was a, I'm not even going to fucking attempt to tell the joke by the comedian, but there was a comedian who was talking about how like people never talk about that like weird ass struggle like the fucking like growing up in the suburbs and then just like all of a sudden you just do the same shit it's always comfortable and blah 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 and all of a sudden you wake up and you're fucking 30 and it's like I feel like the music that you guys put out matched with who you guys are would resonate with a lot of people if you found a way to capture it accurately because that's the hard part we are all like despite the fact that we may complain about getting up for work or whatever like we are all so lucky like even everyone in this entire fucking room like and and all the people that you have like on the podcast, just to have music as a thing to a release, if nothing else, is so massive, so huge. I, w- I would literally be going insane if it weren't for getting together on Saturdays and just jamming out. But it's amazing how many people don't have that. And I know it, that's yeah. what that's the cool thing about, I guess, being an artist is like that. What you create through your release is someone else's release. Yeah. That's the whole point. Is to be able like be able to share it and and like create kind of a universe around what you do. Like my friends, I have a couple friends who are in a band in New Jersey and they throw a festival every year and it's starting to become like more than just this band's show. It's a thing that people go to and it's mm-hmm. like a it's a community in and of itself and like that's I think at the core of being an artist is like bringing people together in an egotistical way is like watching us do our thing and like have you have fun while we have fun. It's just a fucking party. And that's Mm -hmm. like, that's our whole vibe. Like we want people to come out, have a fucking good time, dance, drink, do whatever within reason and fucking just like be yourself and be happy. And the things that we're talking about and things that are reflected in the music and things we've been talking about in the podcast, like sort of that, we'll call it the mid-20s dilemma, uh-huh. it's not just us going through that. You know, yeah. There are literally millions mm-hmm. of people feeling the exact same way, having those exact same questions, having those same feelings of pressure and whatever. And if we can write a song that gives anyone just like an ounce of relief, yeah, makes dude. them feel good, mm-hmm. that to me is, you know, that's massive. And and especially the the shows where we really let it out on the line and like if you can get a little uh, get a little high off that like you know we are pumped. I about saw that. you guys at the the first time I saw you guys at the Auto Bar when you um, played the show with Juice and my brother and everybody. You guys really crushed it live there, dude. Like I gotta say, and I don't think people were used to like seeing a band that was that like tight because a lot of the times you you go to see bands and like. They're just kind of like noise a lot of times. On this level, a lot of bands are just like noise. We play a lot harder live, too. So mm-hmm. I, I think that especially you, you think that when you play harder live that you're not hitting like the points and stuff. <laughs> but 
uh, like that. That's that's really good to hear that mm-hmm. you can you can hear what we're doing. Yeah, because I definitely put more gain and distortion and stuff on you when we play dude. live. Because like I'm gonna crank the fuck up on stage, yeah, dude. Like uh, that's the like I'm not playing or rehearsing in like a small space. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like push the sound out more so you can feel it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're at a festival or something, and then you listen to like you feel the bass hit you in the chest, like you feel like you're much more in the moment when you can feel a chord or like we all hit one fucking part together so hard and clean and that hits everyone in the crowd in the chest and you can see that that's honestly like one of the most rewarding things about playing live oh yeah and i think that's we all get that we all really understand that when we play live together do you guys feel like um because i i feel like a lot of times capturing the true vibe of a song is difficult when you're doing it like piece by piece, like overdubbing and stuff like that. I feel like yes. it loses that element. Do you have you guys ever considered getting like like rec- like I, tracking I, live like what? like because that we did talk about that very momentarily when we like first went into the studio, but we I don't know why we strayed away from that. But we did talk about it very, very quickly. I think it was just like a comfort level with recording because it's two different worlds. The first time we went in to record at Mobtown, um, we did it piece by piece. Although we did start with like a live recording in the room um, with everybody playing. Okay. This true. time around, it was we had pre-recorded scratch tracks. And then me and Connor went in and recorded our stuff together. And then it out too. And Pete and Dennis then did their thing and overdid it or what overdubbed all their stuff. They really always overdoing it. No, I definitely overdid it. I had to do the intro uh, like uh, like for our single, the intro to go ahead. I laid on the ground in the studio while everyone's watching me from the control room (laughs) for a good like forty five minutes, trying to get one. I don't know, fifteen second part, I guess. God, that's the worst I'm part like, of it. I'm like, I just, I just couldn't fucking do it. It's just in my head the whole time. But it, when yeah. we, whenever we would play it, rehearsing together, a screw up would happen. I don't know, like one of five times, maybe. Yeah, that's but when you playing, gotta... it, It's totally different. You're sitting there by yourself and you're trying to be like, I need to make this perfect. You know what's funny is we did the uh, Baltimore Hit Parade on WTMD. And we played Skeleton Dance Party off of our first EP. And that sounded so, like, just rounded out. It was just, like, perfect. It, like, captured the live element and then a part of the recorded element because we've been playing that song for so long and we can literally play it, like, with our eyes closed that I think that that moment when I heard it on the radio, I was like, Fuck, that was a good take. Damn. That's yeah. something I would have put on the first EP instead of that track. <laughs> That's not exactly what I, I was at work when everyone's listening to it the first time. I put it on the radio on my phone through like the aux cord. I'm bartending outside, so I have it going through the sound system. Hell yeah. And dude. I'm like behind the bar working, so I can't really like focus and listen to it. But I'm, tr- I'm really like trying to, <laughs> while I'm like cleaning and shit and being like, 
don't talk to me right now. <laughs> I'm really trying to do something else other than take your money. <laughs> and it's like, you could you could tell exactly. It's we were so much more comfortable doing it because it, it feels like, it feels like you just a routine. Yeah. Like you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and but at the same time, we never play the song exactly the same twice because at this point we can put our own spin on it every time, and everyone's so in tune with the other person about that one particular song or that one particular part where it's like you just everyone can I can feel what someone's going to do before they're going to do it and kind of like going off that experience it really makes you realize that being tight is just simply a product of playing the song a million times there is no replacement for playing something over and over and over again if you really want to master it even the stuff that uh you know we played on the old ep we can play that now with like you know our hands tied together yeah, it's, it's still like tighter guys than <laughs> hands tied together we played play show with a cast <laughs> on my arm on my elbow and a bloody <laughs> hand i'm playing like fucking like it's the most awkward looking thing You're in the world violin that shit yeah. <laughs> that, like that's how that's, that's so true yeah but i feel like the problem that you guys have is the better problem to have because it's better to be like super good live and like have the recordings not do yourself justice than the other way around i would say i agree i think that like at the end of the day people listen to us live and really enjoy it and they can go back and listen to the recordings but the whole point of like the the way the music industry is now, it's all about the live show, all about selling merchandise, selling tickets, and like that's the way. Like touring is the way people make money, and yeah. if you don't have a good live show and people don't go to see you, they're definitely not going to buy your music online. And that's so many people. I feel like so many people have like been like fuck with bands and they go see them live and like oh, they really weren't that good live, and then it kind of like ruins. True, so true. You're, you're, you're not thing. you're not inclined to listen to their next album or anything. Like honestly, look at someone like Matt and Kim. Like they're never huge like mm-hmm. as yeah. a band, but anyone that's ever seen them live, so much fun is like I'm gonna listen to the next shit they put out, and I'm probably gonna go see them again if I have the opportunity. It's like an aerobics class. Yeah, it's you, incredible. They're, like they're they're like. I mean, they loop stuff at times, but they'll climb on shit and they're like screaming at you, and you're like so into it, they're like dance, and you're like, and oh, then you go, oh, okay, you, okay, and you yeah. go back, you go back, and you listen to their shit on the album. And you're like, damn, you know what? I would rather go listen to this back at the show. Yeah, <laughs> and then for them, it's like, yeah, you probably do. And you know what? You're gonna buy our tickets, and you're probably gonna buy our stuff, and that's how we're gonna still be able to keep doing this. Yeah. The more you put into it when you're like in person is so much more effective. Yeah, dude. And you guys have that's the hard part too. That's legitimately the hard part, I think. Because the recording is falls on like at some point you're gonna find a way to capture what you do up there on like something that comes out of somebody's speakers. At some point. But like I would rather have that to be the problem than to be like, yo, at some point I might be good at playing music you know what i'm saying like you guys have that part down yeah i mean yeah no for sure and like honestly as i think about it we've had the songs go ahead hot words pocketbook lover we've had them around for a while in fact we played them here live from the studio just last summer yeah shout out we've been around for a while but we and we honestly we waited a while to record them it just wasn't lining up we couldn't get the time where we were all together but in retrospect that's such a good thing because 
when we went in there, we really it was just like a total different experience for us. And I feel like we finally got a product that just captures basically the fun, the energy, and the message. And like that was pretty special. And just honestly, it's kind of funny. We were just talking earlier. EP's called Summer Vice mm-hmm. and low-key recorded in like six-degree weather uh, at stages. <laughs> it was probably the coldest days of the entire year, but maybe that's why we were like, you know, so nostalgic about summer, but... Um, that I helps. Know. It does, it that does, helps. it does. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like summer's better when it's not summer. Like, it's summer right now, and I'm like, like yeah. every other God, time I during the year... This. I'm sweating yeah. every yeah. fucking second I go out. But like, it. in six I months, I'll be like, it. yo, summer was awesome. Yeah. But like, right now, I'm just like... It's fucking hot. You walk outside yeah, and you're like, I don't have enough clothes on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that I'm not normally a shorts guy. I'm like normally a pants guy. It's just generally I don't you guys feel have good, better. What, what is what is Dennis? Is he a shorts guy or a pants guy? He's a pants guy. Dennis, I mean, no, no, Dennis, no, 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 no. Dennis, Dennis, he's, he's like a, a Martha's Vineyard long sleeve shirt guy. shorts guy. With okay. flip flops. Okay. That's Dennis. Long okay. sleeve shirt shorts guy. Martha's okay. Vineyard shirt. <laughs> One of those guys. With a whale tail. No, it's not a Vineyard Vine. Oh, it's the same thing, right? Vineyard Vines. Is, I don't know. Yeah, I remember it's pretty much the same. I don't know. I don't wear those shirts. I wouldn't know. What are you rocking, dude? A, a, a That's b- probably a Marona. This is a, Marona this is Target a brand. Urban Outfitters blue shirt, red button. Bottom red button. It directs all Damn. the... See, everybody's looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right, say that in a group right of girls, the, and you're right, dude, better you luck money, than you dude. are with a guy. <laughs> Ladies, we have an announcement. <laughs> blue shirt, red... Is that Find actually Find the called? red button. I don't know. I just call <laughs> That's it what you call <laughs> That's what it, it's what it is. That's the best, dude. <laughs> it is the best. I journey. looked, dude. I looked hard, too. I, I looked know. real <laughs> hard. Dude. I was like, all right, I see the button, but where's his dick? <laughs> 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 so you got me, dude. That was, that was good. I'm gonna be, am I need another beer? They're going to be super cold this time. I am good right now. I've yeah, got I'm a, good. I might I'm have a break the right seal, now, dude. So I am down. I don't have anything Let's go. Do, really. <laughs> Mr. Piss himself, dude. Mr. Steal your girl. <laughs> Knock the camera down. <laughs> I, that's what I just did. Oh, snap. It's dangling. I can't even fucking deal with that right now. Yeah, just let it dangle, actually. Yeah, Kinda like it. it. Let yeah, it dangle. Just let it dangle. We'll see what we'll see what it becomes of. Oh my god, I had to pee so bad. And I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's out there right now, Pete? Pete. We were just Pete's about to do plugs anyway, yeah. so I was gonna fucking. Uh, I was uh, I was thinking about because there's where I was peeing in the yard, there was like weeds that were like three feet tall, and I was just thinking like when it grows, like the tiny little leaves, mm-hmm. when it's bigger, are they the same leaves, like just but bigger? And then Pete walked in on me peeing on them. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very considerate, is he? Wow. Dude. I tend to walk into places that I should not have four times. I'm like, hey, man, let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, like July 14th. <laughs> yes, yes. Hell July yes, 14th at the Metro Gallery. 
8 p.m. Is it the Metro Gallery or Metro Gallery? It's whatever you want it to be, Pete. That's well, true. are we the Thunder Club or Thunder Club? I think it should be just Thunder Club, personally. Thunder just Club. It is. And we, we actually, I've definitely heard people say to me, yo, you're in, like, the Thunder Club. And I'm like, no, I'm in Thunder Club. <laughs> the Thunder Clubs. <laughs> I've heard that one, too. It still stings. Yeah. The Thunder Club. That's terrible. Just like terrible. a UTI. Yeah. Are we going over plugs? Yeah, Should we just roll this we're, out real we're, quick? We're plugging. All right. Tuesday, July 3rd is the go-ahead single release. Oh, no. The oh. camera fell. July 4th <laughs> is America's birthday. So happy birthday, All right. America. All right. uh, July 13th, we're coming out with the EP that includes Go Ahead, Pocketbook, Lover. Um, did I say Go Ahead? Let's go over it. Go Ahead, Pocketbook, Lover, and Hot Words. Those are the three songs on there. And then July 14th, we got our show at Metro Gallery, which we've probably said too many times at this point. Yeah, put that on your calendar, Jimmy. I am. We'll see if you double book that. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want to give a couple shout outs to Peter Hoblitzel for filming and uh, photographing our journey, I guess, if you will, through um, the whole like recording process uh rebecca pollock for doing um the art design evan kornblum for uh mixing and being a fucking wizard in engineering the, producing yeah. um harry potter-esque guy behind the computer <laughs> wizard dude unbelievable um who else kevin hawk with transcendent events who's putting on the show true um, Dennis Chen for not being Dennis here Chen for not being here <laughs> for not being here with us today. Rest in peace. Uh, John Mayer for John Mayer just doing what John Mayer does. Um, <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Special shout out to uh, Marissa Dashner. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We almost forgot about that. In the fucking final stretch. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we brought her. I think I was talking about her earlier, right? On the lead in. Uh huh. Sure. I had to mention yeah. when she when she trashed me in order yeah, to break yeah. the ice with you, which I thought was a smooth move. <laughs> <laughs> As you smoke your Marlboro Black. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more things you want to drop? Well, um, the I mean, EP name is. Summer, summer Vice. Vice. What is your Vice. Summer Vice? It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Music Music. ITunes, it's on the internet. ITunes. Look it up on yeah. Google. Google Music. Um, Google Play. Uh, 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 Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp. Uh, uh, SoundCloud. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, right. it's, uh, if you can listen to music, at any, and it's on the radio, too. Yeah, now yeah. on rotation, yeah. WTMD. Actually, we should give them a yeah. shout, shout out. out to Thanks Sam, to our Sam friends Sam from Sessa. WTMD. John? Yeah, it. thank you, Sam Sessa. Oh, we love you. Shouts out, dude. Regular yeah, rotation, baby. Regular rotation. Gotta love it. Pumped about that. Honestly, that's yeah. honestly the coolest thing. That's that's ninety. Thing. What is that? Ninety. Eighty nine point seven. That is the coolest thing. Hearing your band on the radio. It'll never especially get when you don't expect it. Like uh, it's cool when it's like uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I honestly got in my car the other day, not within the last like five days because she's <laughs> dead. But it I got exploded. in my car the other day and I heard it and I was like. You kidding me right now? <laughs> like I, I literally got him. I got in my car and I turned the car on and it's on eighty nine seven. And I don't like. I got like one of those bullshit Bluetooth things in my car where I don't really listen to the radio that much. But I was listening to the radio on my way to work. 
I got in my car when I'm leaving, and I'm right when I turn my car on, we're halfway through Racer. Dude. I'm like, that's cool as shit. That is badass. Like, it's, yeah, I, cool. I mean, it's. That is so cool. That's sick. It'll never get old. It'll never get old. Something I could never actually explain in words to someone. It's something that I dreamt of when I was fucking 12 years old, first starting to play music. And being with this group of people and playing music together is so, so cool. Love you, Pete. Cheers to that, dude. That was sick. That was, that was nice. Sick. You got anything coming up, dude? Oh, uh, check out the Baltimore Comedy Festival. Labor Day weekend. Um, big shit coming soon. You'll hear about it, probably. Um, and then this Saturday, which this won't apply to. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what day? What yeah, day is last it? Last Saturday. <laughs> this past January or uh, <laughs> January twenty eighteen, man. It was crazy. June twenty eighth, I think. Is that this Saturday? Or June 30th? I don't June, June 28th was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We're like straight up to and July. That point Saturday, that is I, Saturday is the 30th. Dude. The 30th? Okay, so the 30th Very is Ivan's cool. birthday party at Motorhouse. And the I will be there blowout, doing dude. comedy in a damn robe. Bring your robes. Fuck um, yeah, that'll be It's a, a robe show? Yeah, it's his birthday party, and he loves robes. Loves robes. Antique robe show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that takes the title of the episode. <laughs> no, that Japanese word from earlier. Antique robe show. Shit. Catch me at the horse. You came in on in Fells Point every Sunday now. It's pretty sick. 10 to close. It's 10 p.m. to close. I'm not that good. I can do uh, that. LFTS podcast on everything. True. SoundCloud, True. Twitter. Uh, what the fuck? I can't even think of any more examples right now. Laughable Facebook, baby. YouTube. Laughable. Shouts out to Ned McKinney at Laughable. Shut up. We can never repay you, dude. That was fucking sick. Thank you very much. Till next Peace. week. Thank you.